0: Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltop, and I am grateful to have you here with me today. This is a podcast all about sharing with each other, connecting, and knowing that we are in it together. It is not only a podcast. There is also a corresponding community space where we can connect deeper with one another. I invite you to hop on by and introduce yourself because I cannot wait to get to know you. You can learn more about it on my website, JenniferBeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to this week's topic. It is one of my most favorite things, and that's snail mail. Now when you hear those words, what do you think of? Do you think, what? Snail mail? That's not a thing. <laughs> Maybe you do, right? Or maybe you are one of those people who are sharing in the magic of it. And I truly absolutely believe that it is magic, without a doubt, hands down. And I know because I have experienced it firsthand for sure, the absolute joy that snail mail brings. And I'm not even really sure when I probably got into it. And it might have been, actually, it most definitely was when I started the postcard project. And for those of you who don't know, I host a quarterly Love Notes postcard project where you get paired up with someone else in the group that has signed up to send one postcard a week to each other for three weeks. So it's a very short and simple project. Anyone can do it. All you need is a stamp, three postcards. Well, I guess three stamps, three postcards, and an open heart, willing to share yourself with a stranger. And I started this project because I was seeing a lot of different art swaps out there, and they were wonderful and amazing. And there were these strangers connecting with each other through creating these mini masterpieces for each other. But they were so intimidating to me because I did not feel like an artist, not even for a second. So to create something and then send it to someone felt highly intimidating and way out of my league. I was not ready to do it. But I love this idea of connecting with a stranger, of finding this common ground where you don't even know each other, but you're willing to share a piece of yourself with each other. And I remember talking to Dustin and kind of struggling because I wanted to do something, but I had no idea what it could be, what it could look like, what it could become. And one day he said to me, postcards, why don't you use postcards? And it was like this light bulb went off in my head. Postcards was the most perfect thing for that project because they're small in size, there's not a lot of writing space, so it doesn't feel super intimidating. There's a picture already on the front, so you don't need to create anything. And anyone can write something on that card. It didn't require you to be a prolific writer or have the absolute best words. No, it could just be you showing up, sharing from your heart. And that is where the idea was born. And it's funny because after I did start the project, my mom came across a stack of postcards that she had saved that my aunts and uncles had sent to me and my brothers when we were kids. When they were out on their travels. And it was so cool to see their handwriting, to read about the different adventures that they were on, And to see that picture on the front, that kind of came a little snapshot of what they were doing. And it just felt so meant to be that I did choose postcards for this project. And I know what you're saying, like, what do I share with a stranger? Why would I ever even want to write to someone that I don't know? Mm, I get it. Totally get it. But here's the thing. There is absolute magic in writing to a stranger because it provides this beautiful opportunity to connect. And you think, how much can you really connect on a postcard? But I am here to tell you that through the postcard project, through individuals just writing to one another, friendships have been formed. People have taken trips to meet up with one another. I mean, how cool is that? Whoever would have thought that would happen? Never, never, never in a million years when I was thinking about this snail mail project that I would think that people would be meeting in person. But they are. And it really is just proof. So much proof in the power of words, and how we can deeply connect with one another when we're willing to put our hearts out there and share ourselves with one another. It's magic. It is absolute magic. And you don't need a lot to do it, which is the most beautiful part of it. It's so attainable for everyone. And now, uh, it is just a part of my life. (laughs) You know this magic. And I want you to think about the last time that you went to your mailbox. I went to mine just this morning. And do you know what was in there for me? My bill for my car. One of those envelopes that is like filled with all those value pack coupons. But they're always for things like cleaning your gutters or, I don't know, things that I never use. There was also in there some other piece of junk mail that I don't even know what it was because I instantly saw it and disregarded it. And then a company trying to get me to sign up for something. Nothing exciting. Nothing that made me be thrilled that I walked to the mailbox to check my mail. And that's normally what it is, right? Like normally there's nothing in there that is going to light us up or make us excited to go check. But when you start to reach out to people through snail mail, and then when they start to write back, that changes. And there becomes this little gift that is unexpected and is waiting for you when you totally didn't expect it to be there. And that is another part of the magic. And I have always known and believed in the power of words and what they help. But it wasn't until I firsthand really experienced it that oh, it became absolutely ingrained in my heart. And there was no question that words and snail mail aren't powerful gifts that can be given to anyone. And so. Six years ago, when my mom had passed away, my old boss, who at the time I was working at Toys R Us, but I had moved to a different department, and I was probably in that different department for maybe a year, maybe less than a year, but she had heard about the passing of my mom. I'm usually in an office when something happens, you know, maybe it's somebody's birthday or someone got promoted or... Something heartbreaking happened. Someone will pass around a card and everyone will sign it. And so you will receive one card with signatures and maybe a word or two, but maybe not because you really can't fit much on with everybody else's signatures. And my old boss knew my love of snail mail. And rather than just buy one card and pass it around, Her beautiful heart thought of the idea of picking up um, packs of different note cards. And she invited everyone in the department to come by and fill out one. And it was a pretty big department that I had worked in at the time. And for her to think of this and take the time to do this just still to this day blows me away. Because here's what happened. I was at home, you know, heartbroken. I had just lost my mom, absolutely devastated. To get out of bed was a struggle. I just wanted to curl up in a ball and pretend the world was not existing. But then one day I went to my mailbox. And there in my mailbox was a stack of cards. One after another from someone in the department. And I would open them up and they each wrote their own message to me. And to see their handwriting and read their words was like this soothing balm for my heart, reminding me that I wasn't alone, that people were thinking of me and holding me close. And oh, what a gift in that time of deep sadness. And she didn't mail them all at once. She spread it out. And so, you know, every couple of days I got a few cards and I looked forward to getting up and going to check to see if there was something else in my mailbox. And I took each of those cards and I displayed them on this piece that we had in our dining room slash living room slash kitchen slash everything room in our apartment and to just see them was this beautiful reminder of love and compassion and kindness. And I was blown away that she took the time to do this, that each person took the time to fill it out. And it felt like nourishment. That's, I think, the the most appropriate word for it. It was absolutely nourishing to my heart. And what I needed in that moment when I didn't even know what I needed. It filled me with love. It filled me with kindness. And really reminded me that I wasn't alone. It was an epic gift. And that act of kindness and, ugh, it sparked something in me. Because. To feel all that love coming towards me was incredible. And it was, you know, because of the passing of my mom, but we all go through hard times, all of us. You know, whether you've lost a job or a pet or got a diagnosis or are just really struggling with life because life is not easy. We all need an extra hug every now and then, right? an extra reminder that we're in it together, that we're not alone. And we all deserve to feel this love coming towards us. And so this simple act that she did was the catalyst for the Love Notes Fairy Project. And yes, that is correct. I am so passionate about snail mail that I do host two separate snail mail projects. The postcard project, which is where you are paired up with someone and you communicate with them. And then the fairy project, where people nominate anyone that they know that is going through a hard time that can use a little bit of extra TLC. And there's this community, this group of people that are just waiting for these secret missions to arrive in their email box. And those secret missions are all. These nominees, and without expecting anything in return, they write to them. They send them notes of love and hope and kindness and compassion, and just remind that person that they're not alone. And it is a gift, a beautiful, beautiful gift. And so, you don't even need to know the person you are writing to to be able to make their day, which is amazing. And just think about it. Think of those tiny moments of kindness that have happened to you. Maybe it is someone holding the door open. Maybe you dropped something on the floor and someone picked it up for you. Or they paid for your coffee. Or they just smiled at you as you walked past them. How do those tiny moments of kindness feel? They feel great, don't they? They absolutely lift us up. They remind us of the goodness in humanity. They make us feel joy, even if it's just for a brief second. We are lifted up. And that is what snail mail does. It lifts others up. It lifts us up. And so you can do it to a complete stranger. You can send something to a complete stranger. And you will totally make their day. Hands down, no doubt about it, you will. And I know you might be thinking like, well, what do I ever write to someone? And this is why I do provide prompts for both the postcard project and the fairy project, because it's intimidating. I get it. When you are faced with a blank piece of paper, it is super intimidating to know what to write on that. And you might feel like you have to have the most perfect penmanship and that you can't cross out and it has to be super neat. But no, a thousand percent no. I can guarantee you that I probably have had the wrong grammar on a lot of the stuff that I have sent to people no matter how hard I try, I just struggle with grammar. (laughs) That's just going to be, you know, a lifelong journey for me. And it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. No one is expecting perfection from you. They just want you exactly as you are, even if it's messy. There's so much beauty in the messy. So embrace it. Embrace the cross out. I've crossed out plenty of times. It's okay. It's seriously okay. And when you're um, writing to someone that you know, know that it doesn't have to be this whole long story or a novel. No, it can just be short and sweet. And a few tips that I want to share is to make it personal to really make it personal to that person that you are writing to. And ways that you can do that is by sharing a memory of a time that you were together. Oh, isn't it fun to reminisce with your dearest friends and just laugh at the things that have happened or the crazy things you have done or the way you might have even met each other? Share a memory in writing with them. Let them know what you remember about it and how it felt and how you feel about it now. Another thing you can do is share what you absolutely adore about them. We are our harshest critics. Always, always, always just dragging ourselves through the mud. We don't see ourselves the way the world does. So when you put down on a piece of paper to someone what you adore and love about them, oh my goodness, what a gift it is to them to have that, to be able to read it, to hold it in their hands, to be a reminder to them to not be so hard on themselves. Really let them know what you love and adore about them. And a third thing you can do, and especially now, Since we have all been kind of not being able to see each other, have been staying away from one another, a great thing to share is something you're looking forward to doing together. Because aren't we looking forward to getting together with the people we love and just being able to be with one another? Oh, I'm looking forward to hugs and laughter and eye contact, (laughs) things you can't really have over Zoom. So share what it is you're looking forward to doing with that person. What do you want to do together? Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? What do you want to talk about? Whatever it is. So you don't, you don't have to make it big. You don't have to make it grand. It doesn't have to be this wild expression, but make it personal so that they know that it's from you for them. And now. One thing that I love, love, love about using postcards is that so much can happen on the journey. So just think about it. You are at home and you are writing your postcard, and you chose a postcard that has something on the front of it, whatever it might be. And then you write a little message on the back, you put your stamp on it, and you go and you drop it off in the mailbox. Now someone comes and they pick it up and they see it. They see what you put on it. They see what you wrote on it. It's not private. It's out there. And maybe they smile. Maybe that little thing that you had on there brings joy to them. And then it has to go to the post office where it gets processed and is passed through. I don't even know how many hands. And again, maybe along that journey, there is joy that is being brought from people who are seeing it. And then the mailman has to bring it to the recipient's mailbox and they're physically putting it inside and again maybe they notice something on it and it brings them a little joy and it arrives at its final destination and the person you intended to have it opens up their mailbox thinking oh my car bill's going to be in here and so are those coupons that I'm going to throw away but then what else is also there that note from you And it's this unexpected joy that you elicit in them. They had no idea this was coming. They know that Amazon box that they ordered is eight stops away, but they weren't expecting your card. Isn't that cool? Isn't that magical? And there is joy there. There is so much joy. And so it may seem like this small, tiny thing you're doing But it packs a huge punch. And it is so worth it. And so I invite you to give it a try. Send someone a bit of snail mail, but do it with the intention of not expecting anything in return. Because when we start to expect something back, we're just filling it with different energy. And then we feel disappointed if it doesn't happen. And just because you wrote to someone doesn't mean they're going to write back, right? I mean, it's not a guarantee. So just do it with that intention that you want to spread kindness, just like you do when you hold the door open, when you smile, when you pick up that thing off the floor for someone. Do it for kindness. So simple, filled with so much joy. And it has a ripple effect for sure. It definitely does. No doubt about it. And what I really, really love about snail mail is that it is something you can hold in your hand. Holding those postcards from my aunt and uncle years later was so cool. And yeah, we can send a text message, we can send an email, but it's not the same. So we kind of expect those things to be coming. And you can't really hold it. Sure, you're holding your phone or maybe your computer, but you don't see the handwriting. And you can do it really quick. I delete, you know, when you're like typing a text message or an email. When you're writing by hand, there's, there's no delete. I mean, if you're writing in pencil, you can erase, but you always see that you erase. There's no perfect erasing, <laughs> you know? And so it's very intentional. It's very thoughtful. It takes you a moment to sit down and find those little supplies that are around your house to be able to do it. But I guarantee you have some piece of paper you can use lying around. And you might even have stamps tucked away that you totally forgot about because you haven't used a stamp in forever. Or you go onto the U.S. post office site and check out all the really cool stamps they have now. Huns! You would be blown away about the different designs they have. Best part is, they come right to your door. (laughs) Yep, get them delivered to you. But it's magic, and it's simple magic. I love sending cards to my nieces and nephews. Because they don't get any mail. There's nothing for them to look forward to. But to have this little surprise every now and then. What a cool gift. What Dustin and I started to do as a tradition, which I love, is whenever we travel, we will write a postcard while we are there and send it home. And we'll just write about what we've been doing on the trip, what our favorite things is, you know, any memories we want to remember. And so we have a postcard from each of our trips, and it's great to have them to see where we went, what we did. And if there's a place where I couldn't find a way to mail it, I will actually drop it in the mail when I'm home so that it does, you know, route through the post office a little bit before it comes back to me. But it is so simple. And it's a memory, a tiny memory. I have boxes of cards and note cards from people. And I love going back in them and looking at them and seeing what is there. It's a total walk down memory lane. So if you might be on, you know, the fence and thinking snail mail, really, not me. I encourage you to take the leap and give it a try. And think about someone. Think of someone in your life who you might want to write to. Maybe that is a loved one or a friend or a niece or nephew or granddaughter or grandson, anyone. Maybe it is even a past teacher you have had or somebody that you admire. You can write to anyone. Think about that person for a moment. What would you want to tell them? What would you want to say to them? What memory might you want to share? And this is going to be your writing prompt for this week. Rather than pulling out your journal, pull out a piece of paper. Find a note card or a postcard and send something to someone. Let them know what you are looking forward to doing when you're back together. Let them know a favorite memory you have of times you spent together or the way they have impacted your life and inspired you. Let them know about what you really love and desire and adore about them. You don't have to do all those in one postcard or card. Choose one. Make it short. Make it sweet. It doesn't have to be a novel. If you have to cross out, cross out. Just be authentically you. That is all. Any of us want is to see you for you. And if you're struggling, if you're thinking, "Oh, I, I don't really have someone I can write to," consider connecting with a stranger. The next round of the Love Notes Postcard Project actually starts July 11th. And I would love to have you join in. It's free. It's only three weeks long, so it's a short commitment. It's easy to do. You don't need much. You can learn about it and sign up on my website. You will be connected with someone else to write to. And who knows? Maybe that person becomes a dear friend. You never know until you put your heart out there. or. Maybe you want to become a love notes fairy and fill that box of someone who just needs a little extra TLC. Again, on my website. Or maybe you know someone who could use that extra love. Please nominate them. Those secret missions go out on the first Sunday of every month. So one just went out this Sunday or July. But there will be another one in August, September, October, and on and on and on. So please, if there is someone you are nominating, fill it out. All you have to do is just share a little bit about why they could use that dose of love. And they can be included in the Love Notes Fairy Secret Missions. And you can be a fairy that fills that person's uh, heart with love. And letting them know that they're not alone. I know it seems small. I know it might feel like it could be insignificant, but it's not. It's hugely impactful. I know firsthand. I know firsthand from receiving all of those cards when my mom passed away. And I still can feel like tab into that love that I receive and know that I'm not alone at all. An epic gift, an absolutely epic gift. So dig into snail mail, give it a try, write to someone today and come on over to the community space and let us know who you wrote to and what it felt like, what it felt like to dive back into something that you might not have done in a very, very long time. Oh, I can't wait to hear all about it. Thank you so, so much for being here with me today. I am grateful, grateful, grateful. From the bottom of my heart, I will be back again next Sunday with another episode. And I can't wait to see you again. I will talk soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.